0: Hey everybody! So this is really going to be fun. I'm here with my friend Tony, and we are here to talk about the year of movies so far, 2017. Uh, the highs, the lows, and uh, and disappointments, surprises, things like that. We're gonna have a lot of fun. And uh, so, Tony, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hey there, everybody. This is Tony, also known as Twenty Two Tiger Dude here, and I'm really looking forward to talking about our favorites, the ones that are least favorites, surprises, disappointments, overrated, underrated, all the good stuff. And I, and of course, thank you, Rachel, for bringing me here. It's always great being on your show.
0: Thank, thank you for coming. And so, yeah, this can be a lot of fun. We're going to try to kind of cover, cover everything. And uh, so let's just start about talking about some of our favorites of the year. And, uh, and my, I'll, I'll give one, you give one. How about that? So my favorite movie that I've seen in 2017, uh, it actually hasn't come out into the theaters quite yet, but I saw it at Sundance and I saw it one other time at a special screening, uh, is the documentary called Step? And this won the Inspirational Film Award at Sundance. I've been championing this movie all year since I saw it in January. I loved it so much. It was so it was so inspirational uh, about these girls. Uh it's about a community coming together to help these girls make it to college and kind of do something with their life. And it does it's kind of like hoop dreams in the sense that yes. It's, uh, it's about their step team, but it's really not, you know, just like hoop dreams. Wasn't really about basketball. It was about the boys. It's kind of the same thing here uh, that it is about these girls and the, the director was with them for uh, years, like five years, six, something like that a long time. And you really get to know their parents, their families, the, 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 the environment that they came in. And it was just so, Hopeful and so inspiring and so I really, I'm just, I want to get everyone, uh, to see, uh, Step. Cause it's just, I just thought it was amazing. Both times that I saw it, the whole crowd just cheered and after seeing it, which doesn't happen that often at the movies. And I think it'll get a pretty big, rollout for a documentary uh, because uh, Fox searchlight paid quite a bit for it at Sundance. And it's just such a winning movie that I think uh, that I think it's, it's one you won't have to go to your art house to see. I think it'll come to, to enough theaters that a lot of people will see it hopefully. So that's my number one.
1: So um, now I give like one of my favorites of the year, right? Yeah. So for me, there are definitely some movies that I love, but I have to, of course, pick like which one would be like in the more top. And for me, one of them would be Logan. Uh This is so far my favorite comic book movie of the year. And uh, it's just one of my favorite movies of the year in general. I was just really impressed with definitely how different it was for a movie that's in the X-Men universe. And you know, especially James Mangold, who came from directing The Wolverine, which is a movie I also love. You know, he did a very good job of bringing this Western noir kind of movie. And it's, and it's just one of those movies where it doesn't really feel like a superhero movie. Like, it has a mix of an indie feeling, but set in a comic book world, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um I thought the performances from everyone were great. Like, of course, it's great to see Hugh Jackman one last time as... Logan slash Wolverine, like he really gave it his all. He was very emotional and, you know, he was very uh, damaged, you know, the character. And, you know, like when you see this character just suffering, you just feel very bad for him and you can't help but get disturbed. Like it's definitely radar for a reason because, yeah, they definitely do go all out. Uh, I'll definitely say that, but it does work for the storyline though. Like the, like it's not, violence for Sega being, being violence, it does serve for the story. And uh, Daphne King as X-23, she really killed it as, you know, at that role. And of course, Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart as Professor X, it's great to see him one last time in this role. And just where everything came together in the story and just how everything wrapped up, it was just a wonderful conclusion to the Wolverine character and the Professor X character. It is... um It's definitely light in some areas, but for the most part, it is like this very dark movie, and I just felt very invested in the story. So for that reason, Logan's definitely one of my favorites of this year.
0: Nice. I've heard nothing but really good things uh, about that, that uh, it was uh, was really, really well done and and, and very moving for people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, my second choice... Uh, a a favorite film. Uh, If you've followed the channel, you know, but uh, it's Wonder Woman. I loved Wonder Woman. It really uh, hit me emotionally in a way that very few blockbusters have been able to do uh, recently, Uh, aside from maybe some animated films, but the live action. A lot of them in the last two years have really left me feeling sort of empty and hollow and just – I don't know. I just not emotionally connecting with the characters. I'm not emotionally connecting with the stories, you know, something like, uh, like even something like rogue one or, or, you know, things like that, that I'm supposed to connect emotionally, but I'm not for wonder woman. For me, I really connected with her character as she was learning, learning about human frailty and, and war. And I found that that was so moving and beautiful. And I thought that it was so exciting and, I admit that like the story is pretty standard superhero movie story, but I didn't care because I was so emotionally invested in her and her journey and her character. And I thought that her and Steve Trevor were so great uh, as a, uh, as a a balance, counterbalance, like each one had skills and, and things to offer that the other one didn't. And so that made them, it wasn't like look at this mighty woman. So look at this weak stupid man like they balanced each other I thought really well and it was just I just loved it I I thought it, I've seen it three times and uh, I want to see it even more I love the music I loved I love most of the action the, the ending I get it it gets a little out of control but I don't know I just I thought it was great
1: awesome or yeah well. that, that that's a that's a good movie I did yeah. like that one
0: right yeah um so uh, I, I, I wanted to, uh, maybe talk about one more, uh, that was a favorite of mine, uh, that I, I thought I wasn't, it's not a typical genre that I typically like, but I thought the get out was really excellent. Uh, oh yeah. That's it, a good one. Yeah. That I typically don't like kind of horror type movies. Uh, but it's the kind of movie that when I first saw it, I gave it a B plus cause I thought, well, it's not really scary. So did it really do what it was supposed to do? And because I, I wasn't really scared like in the movie, but I have to say it was one of those movies that I just kept thinking about. And I'm like, oh, that's what happened at that party, or the, in that scene, or that's what that person was doing, and that's why he did that, and and that's why they were looking that way, and that's you know that's what that meant. And and so it was one that that just the more I thought about it, the more I loved it.
1: It was more psychological.
0: Yeah. And it just had like so many layers of social commentary without like throwing it in your face or being obnoxious uh and I mean the only thing that was really amiss to me about it is I didn't really like the humor. it's just not my style of humor uh, mm-hmm. with with the uh the prof- well, the profanity and the I don't know it's just not my thing. I didn't think it was funny, right, but uh, I thought it was really really well done, so yeah. Uh, did you have a, a third that you, that you want to talk about, or?
1: You um, the other one I have is uh, a movie, and not a lot of people have seen, but it's actually so far my favorite movie of the summer, and it's uh-huh. Megan, Megan Levy.
0: Oh, I really want to see that.
1: Oh man, this is. Like, this is definitely one of the most emotional movies of the year. Like, I got really emotional. Like, as especially me being someone that loves dogs. Like, you know, I own a dog right now. And, you know, it's like every time I watch uh, movies about, about dogs, I can't help but get emotional. Like, you know, just to quickly bring it up, another one of my favorites is actually A Dog's Purpose. That one actually got me emotional, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I don't know if it's because it deals with the dog, but I just got – emotional during this film because you follow this woman that doesn't have the best relationship with her parents and you, and you can see that she's trying to do better for her life like she's trying to do something something that she feels like actually gives her a purpose and then when she's not close to you know people she has this dog that she feels very attached to and it's just very interesting to see how much this dog has changed her life and this dog has done so many things for her, you know, he, this dog has saved her in situations where she could have died, but it's because of that dog that, you know, she, that she's really close to the dog. So it was just a very, very great story. It was very well written. And, you know, there's not much war sequences. There's really just like one major sequence That was when they, you know, the dog tracks the bombs and then there's some shooting that goes on. So there's there's really like only one major war sequence, but that was very well handled. It was very intense. I was actually at the edge of my seat during that entire sequence. And then just seeing what this woman had to go through, um, it really was just such an inspiring story. And I couldn't help but feel very, very moved when I watched this film. It's definitely one of my favorites of the year. And so far, it's my favorite of the summer. Mm. Um, I know that I know it's pretty unpopular, but that's how much this movie moved me. Oh yeah, and the yeah. Perfor- and the performances were great too. Even Tom Felton, um, even though his role isn't that big, he was really really good for what he had in this film.
0: Cool. Yeah i uh, <clears throat> i I've actually heard really good things about it, so I'm really excited to see it. Uh, I, I, I want to see it, and that definitely makes me. It's been a pretty good year for animal movies. Uh, I, I I had some issues with Dog's Purpose just because I thought the the narration was just too much. Like, oh, I can
1: understand that.
0: But I didn't hate it. Uh, but I, I I I I don't know. But I I, I really really liked Keddie, uh the documentary about cats in Istanbul.
1: Oh, isn't that the YouTube uh, red movie?
0: Yeah, well, now that's how it's it's released. It was I think it was a Sundance or anyway, I can't remember. But yeah, it's uh, very charming and uh, just to see the attachment that these people have to these cats. Because I'm not a I'm not a huge animal person. Like as far as my own, I don't have pets or anything. But uh, I still uh, was very charmed by it. It was really fun. And then also, uh, I I really like Born in China, the Disney. Uh, oh, I wanted to see that documentary. One. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, if you like nature documentaries, uh, the just the cinematography alone is so amazing. You just think like, how on earth did they get these shots? Like, you have animals that are starving like in, in, in certain scenes that are starving. It's just like, oh my gosh, like how, how did they do this? Like, I know they have those big cameras, but still sometimes it's really amazing. And they get so close to these animals and, and some people don't like the narration, you know, that they kind of try to tell a story, but I actually kind of like it. I like, it's not just sort of a old school nature documentary of like, now the panda goes, you know, that are pouring, like at least it tries to tell a story. And so I, I, I enjoyed that very much. Uh So yeah, pretty good year for animal, animal movies. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the-
1: yeah, it's like 2015 was the year for spy movies, and 2017 is the year for animal movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So okay, so well, let's talk about the other end of the spectrum: some of our least favorite movies oh, that we have seen. Yeah. <laughs> so the the worst movie experience that I had in the theater was watching Silence. I Hated that movie. Uh, I just thought it was just wallowing in misery and despair and hopelessness. And I, I I, just, it was brutal. I thought just one torture scene after another. I know it was technically 2016, but I, I hated it so much. And I felt like it did not represent in my experience, the type of person that goes out and it becomes a missionary, like it didn't have any, cause I've been a missionary, uh, myself and it didn't have any of the like feeling of why a person would go out and do what they do or, or why it it just made the missionaries feel like completely selfish to me and completely egotistical and that it was all about them and them not getting it wasn't about god at all it was just about them not wanting to admit that they were wrong and i just i i just hated it so much and i get it other people like it but i don't know i just responded very very badly to it i did not like it at all um but as far as 2017 releases uh the worst movie that i've seen Technically, wasn't uh, released to theaters, but it was surf, Surfs Up to Wave Mania. <laughs> it oh, man. was. I really liked the first Surfs Up, and it's very charming. And uh, this was uh, they combined uh, the Surfs Up with the WWE wrestlers, and, and it was so bad. It it was like part trying to be Indiana Jones, and part trying to be Surfs Up, and part part trying to be like a spy it was just it was just terrible none of the voice acting is good of course because it's these wwe guys and the animation sucked and it just bummed me out because you know you're just like you had something that at least some people actually like and why did you have to go and do this you know it's it's to me it was as close as we've gotten to the horrible disney sequels of the 90s uh, in fact, I like some of those much more than I like Surf's Up Two Wave Mania. So that's the worst movie I've seen that's a 2017 release.
1: Oh, I, I, I've heard from a couple of friends about that movie. Yeah, that that was an interesting story to hear. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was really, really bad. Very, and just such a cash grab. Like if there was ever a case of a cash grab, this was it.
1: Oh man! Now for my least favorite. I told you what my favorite of the summer is so far. Now enough to say what my least favorite (laughs) of the summer is so far.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. I was so mad watching this movie, but somehow I was even angrier when I left my screening for this movie. Alien Covenant. Oh,
0: wow. I was expecting you to say that. I haven't seen it.
1: Oh my God. I I know there's people that really like this movie. More power to you. I'm jealous of you that you actually found enjoying this movie because there is so little I found good in this movie. Like this movie infuriated me. Like the minute these people go on this planet, that's when the movie fell flat for me. Because the first three minutes, I'm not going to lie, the first three minutes because I didn't really have high expectations for this movie, I came in with meh expectations, so I was hoping maybe it'll surprise me, and for the first 30 minutes I'm watching this movie, I'm like wow, this movie's already surprising me, they're already showing a lot of promise in it, and I was kind of caring about the characters, I wasn't fully caring about them, but I was kind of caring for them, and then they go on this planet and then, as soon as that happened, I just went well, so much for that promise Um, these characters these are some of the dumbest characters of the year and just some of the dumbest characters I've seen a movie in general, the decisions that these characters make throughout this entire movie are just so questionable they are just so irritating i don't know how they're scientists because i don't think scientists would be this stupid to make decisions that these characters make and not to mention that this movie just has no idea what it wants to be it doesn't know if it wants to be like a prequel to alien or a straight-up sequel to prometheus like Even towards the end, it becomes more like aliens too. Like it'll be horror, then it'll be action. It just gets really confusing. And like me being someone that actually liked Prometheus, I actually did think Prometheus was pretty good. What what this film did, like what they what they explained the events of, like what happened to a certain character, um, you know Elizabeth Shaw's character, the main character that Numi Rapace plays, you know how they explained that was like a huge slap in the face. Cause especially where Prometheus ended for me, like they ended it where they could really expand on it. And then no, nope, but uh, they just say a ridiculous excuse of what happened to the character. And it was just a slap in the face for me, for someone that actually did think Prometheus was pretty good. And even visually um, like cinematography is good and all, but like visuals on the xenomorphs were not that impressive. I even feel like really Scott's direction was very flat here, which is surprising because his nor- his movies, even if they're not that good, they're normally very well directed. But oh man, I don't know what happened here. I was infuriated watching this movie. This is hands down one of the worst movies, uh, one of the worst movies of the year. I oh, I was yeah. so frustrated. I, I can't tell you how much I hate Elliot Covenant.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's interesting because we both picked movies that are are well made like it, it, i think there's this idea that like all like that well made movies can be awful <laughs> that like an indie movie can't be awful that a, a no like absolutely they can be bad and and you know some of the worst movies ever made were passion projects <laughs> <I guess. laughs> like silence and uh, and you know so it, it's it's not only like movies like serves up too in a way in a way, I almost didn't want to talk about Source of 2 because I feel like that's such easy fodder. Like it's so like
1: easy, yeah.
0: but like, uh, but uh, but yeah, it it I I, have, I did not see. I was tempted to see Alien Covenant, but enough people I knew uh, it, it told me it was it was super pretty pretty gory and that it wasn't great. And so I, I'm not gonna like go out of my comfort zone for something because I try to avoid gory movies in general. But, right. like, I'll see it get out if I hear, like, wow, this is, like, great. And, uh, and so I'm not going to go out of my comfort zone for something that's, that's not great, if that makes sense.
1: <laughs> and I could, and I could tell most of the people at my screening were angry because literally the response mm-hmm. I heard when I walked out of my screening was like one guy turned to his girlfriend and said, well, that sucked.
0: Well, they it did terrible <laughs> at the box office. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I, yeah, so a couple others that I didn't like. I didn't, there was a movie called Spark, a Space Tale, uh, that I, uh, I, that was so boring. I literally just like slept through the whole thing. <laughs> like it was so boring. Like I was, you know, playing that game. It was, it was, it just wasn't good. And it's a shame because it had all these pieces that could have been good, uh, but uh, it, it just, The story just wasn't there. It was very boring. Um, also, I wasn't a fan of King Arthur. Um, I thought that it was just like, how many ideas can you throw at the screen, Guy Ritchie?
1: Oh, I agree with
0: that. (laughs) It was just, oh, especially, like the first 20 minutes weren't that bad. And then it's just like, and I, I just, I don't know. I thought it was a mess. And it's like, you know, the King Arthur story has been entertaining people for, like, over a thousand years and like but we we somehow don't think that that story is interesting enough for modern audiences that we have to add in like like giant snakes and 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 weird octopus women and 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 like you're supposed to like feel sad for characters and it's like you haven't even developed that character at all like why am I supposed to feel sad like I (laughs) like at one point uh like something happens with his dot da- with the villain's daughter. We hadn't even seen her at all. Like, how are we supposed to feel like this is a sad scene or something? It's like, Oh, she's his daughter. I had no idea. And, it was just, I, I didn't like it at all. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, and, and I thought the editing was horrible. I don't yeah, know if you was, agree with
0: me. I agree 100%. And I, I, I've never been a big fan of Guy Ritchie's style of action. The way that he, I feel like he's very gimmicky. Uh, he uses a lot of, I haven't seen his like earlier films, so I don't know. But as far as the Sherlock Holmes films, Man from Uncle, I feel like he's very gimmicky in the action. Uh, where he'll, you know, use like uh, there will also be the slow mo, and then like focus on the on the bullets or the arrow coming to it, or you know, whatever, and just stuff like that. I, that I feel like his his and the shaky cam and all that. I, I feel like it ends up distracting me from the action, and yeah. so I don't care about it. It's not fun for me because I'm just like. Oh why, you know, why are you doing it this way? And I don't know. I just, ugh. but I, so I didn't like King Arthur uh, really at all. But the one I wanted to talk about uh, that I really responded negatively to that other people liked, but I did not like is the movie gifted because it's well, they have their heart in the right place and it's well-made. I get it. But I really really didn't like the fact that they put up this this position that like there's two options for this little girl this this genius little girl she can either go to public school and face that it's supposedly this like way to be a normal girl and <laughs> and and yet she's like bullied on the first day and like I mean it's by no means a positive social environment Or she can go to the gifted and talented school, which is treated like this prison experience that like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to go there. Even though, even though it's going to be like paid for her. And even though that there's like a million other options of schooling, you can like homeschool, you can have tutors, you can, you can do charter schools. Like there's so many other options. And they said in this dichotomy that like, the person who's in favor of the gifted, like the person that's in favor of this girl getting a good education is the villain of the movie. You know, I'm just like, what is wrong with this? It just, I, it really irritated me very much. Uh, and I felt like it kind of reminded me of Patch Adams in the way that oh, yeah. like in Patch Adams, they set up this dichotomy that you either like, you either like, Robin Williams style of medicine, which I don't want my doctor to be putting on a clown nose to be doing, you know, things like, uh, like I want a serious doctor. Like the villains are right in patch Adams. They're, they're right, but they're treated like they're horrible people. And, uh, you know, just, I just, it just really irritated me it reminded me of like Patch Adams It reminded me of I am Sam it reminded me of these movies that put up this position because in I am Sam, like the villains are right. in I am Sam too. Like he should not be caring for her daughter. Like, like he's not in a, like that's, that's the right thing, you know? And so like, I, I don't know. It just really irritated me. And I just thought like, I don't know. So but anyway, I, I, I just think that the, yes, it was well-made, but the, the whole what they were trying to force feed me into believing that this girl belonged in public school uh, because she wanted to be a normal girl <laughs> I didn't like it so that that was that's one of my worst of the year so anyway uh, all right so uh, let's talk about... Uh, some things. Let's be more positive now. Let's talk about some movies that <laughs> surprised us. <laughs> uh, so the way I think about this is, is that I, it's not necessarily like the, the number one uh, uh, of the year, although mine are pretty high up, but just one that we never expected to like, and then we ended up liking. So uh, I actually have three, uh, but I'll go with my first one. The one that uh i really loved that i didn't ever think that i would love is uh captain underpants the first epic movie uh oh, I, yeah. I you know when i hear captain underpants i think well, that sounds really horrible that sounds awful and i did not like boss baby and so Same here. <laughs> so <laughs> i I, you know, I don't know, like, I was just thinking, oh boy. And I thought it was so much fun. I thought all the different animation techniques that they use, the sock puppets, the, 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 the 2D sections, when they go to a flippogram, that was so great. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was genuinely really funny. And I normally don't laugh at that kind of humor. I'm not like a potty humor kind of person, but it made me laugh. I liked it. I, and I really liked how these boys were uh, sort of creating their own entertainment, their own uh, ideas and things. And and I think that's really good for kids to see, like develop oh, yeah. your own stories, develop your own comics. Like don't just, don't just be a consumer of media, you know, actually like create things and make your own films and just have fun. So I liked that. I thought that was a good message and their friendship and everything. And so it's my favorite animated film. mainstream anime film of the year so far. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So that's my surprise of, my biggest surprise of the year so far.
1: And then for me, this movie I didn't really have much expectations for. um, Because, you know, it's based off of a beloved television show. um, A cheesy television show. uh, And that is Power Rangers. Mm. I actually did not have much expectations because I never was a fan. Not not even when I was five years old, I ever got into Power Rangers. There's just something about them that never got to me. So when I heard about a movie, I was all like, okay, we'll see how it goes. It doesn't sound like my cup of tea. And then I watched the trailers and it's still like, you know, eh to me. But then I watched the movie and I was actually surprised by it. Like I was like, wow, I actually had fun with this movie. I actually, I actually really cared about the characters. Like, I, I could see why some people could be disappointed. There's not enough Power Rangers because you really don't get that stuff until the
0: third act.
1: That's I, what
0: I like the <laughs> most about it. Is there? Is I, I, I was like, oh, I didn't like. I started to become less of a fan of it once they started in the Power Ranger stuff. Because
1: <laughs> it, because it's all like you're so used to it being like a character based story. Yeah. And,
0: And when I heard that
1: idea, I'm like, okay, is it going to work that's more like characters not in suits? And surprisingly, yeah, I felt like it worked. I cared about all of these characters. I could see, like, the struggles in their lives, you know. They're dealing with what teenagers would go through except the part where they get superpowers and all that. But I did care for the characters, and I did really like how the movie fleshed them out throughout and just seeing them training to be power Rangers and seeing what it's, what, what it takes to become the power Rangers and Mm -hmm. teamwork and all of that. I thought that really hit me about the film. It's very well directed in my opinion. There were some, there were some scenes that I thought um, were actually quite intense and, Mm -hmm. and um, like the, Like, the final act, like, I know you said that lost you, and I know it lost some people. But I did even like the final act, too. It is a little, it is pretty obvious with the visual effects, I'll say that. But I even did have fun when they're out as Power Rangers. And Mm -hmm. I know they're kind of struggling to make a sequel, but I kind of hope a sequel will happen because after where the film ended, it makes me want to see, okay, I want to see where they can take a sequel to this. And I thought the actors, uh, actually did a very good job playing these, um, five leads right here. And Brian Cranston mm-hmm. was great as Zordon. Yeah. And, uh, Bill Hader was, was great as the voice of Alpha 5. Like, yeah, me being a non-Power Rangers fan, it actually surprised me. It's definitely, it's probably, it probably is my most surprising of this year so far. I really did not expect much and I went out going, I liked it.
0: I agree. I I also really liked it. I ended up seeing it a couple times. I took my niece, because I was in D.C., and she loved it. She's 13. She loved it. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, I, I think it has a lot of really nice moments uh, between the characters, and uh, I, I felt invested, and I, I agree. It's in my top 20 of the year, believe it or not. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think it's a good pick. My second pick for the surprise is one called Bahubali 2, the conclusion. And I, you know, I saw that this was playing. I have one local theater by me that plays all these, uh, Bollywood. I guess it's Hollywood or I don't know. Anyway, all these Indian films. And I'm always looking i like, Oh, I should go see some of those. I bet some of them are really good. But then I heard that this got in the top 10 and so I'm like, Oh wow. Okay. And so I watched the first one and I'm like, that was nuts, but it was so fun. And, uh, and so it, it kind of is like, this is the right way to do like the King Arthur kind of spectacle, insane insanity, because it, the, it's, it really is like, they combine like these musical sequences and these insane battle sequences and, uh, and The acting is very over the top, but I had so much fun with this. And it's a long movie and I I was thoroughly entertained throughout the whole thing. Uh, The, the first one has more songs. So if you like those, you know, those Bollywood sequences, but I think that the second one is a little bit easier to follow. The plot makes more sense. Uh, But, uh, but anyway, I, I thought it was really just a a super uh, good time at the, at the movies if you want like before I saw Wonder Woman it was like the kind of spectacle movie that I had been yearning for for so long from uh from blockbusters that I, I feel like I've rarely gotten and uh so yeah uh, that was a big surprise to me Bali, 2 the conclusion was a lot of fun
1: and on opening weekend, I think it opened at, like, number two because this is, like, a movie not too many I've heard about. Yeah. And I and I remember, like, when I saw the opening weekend on Box Office Mojo and it was, like, a number two more, like,
0: whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it's not going to be for everyone because it's very over the top. But I don't know. I feel like if you can kind of try to appreciate another culture and, and uh, just how how out there it is, I, I think there's lots to enjoy about it so
1: oh yeah
0: yeah uh and so it was just fun to see something different uh, and uh kind of got me i want to watch more uh more bollywood more uh indian hindu whatever uh films because i bet there's a lot of really good ones in there for sure so that that was one what's another surprise for you
1: um another surprise for me is actually a very recent one and that was everything everything.
0: Ah, I I have that uh in my underrated uh, section but so I agree with you 100%. Uh what did you like about everything everything?
1: Um I just really liked the chemistry between the two characters like I really did buy that you know these two have feelings for each other. And um, yes, I know there's going to be some that say, oh, it's kind of cheesy. But for me, I'm fine with the romance movie being kind of cheesy if it's executed well. And for me, this was a well-executed movie. So for yeah. that, I did like the little cheesiness that goes between them. And how, and I thought it was realistic too, because it's all like, you know, like I know she's 18 years old and all, but you're still kind of getting out your teenage years.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's all like, the, the way the two of them are kind of like standing there all awkward and not knowing what to say. I thought that was pretty realistic because that does happen when a boy and a girl, they have feelings for each other. So I thought that was cute. And I did like, um I just really did like the overall storyline. I thought it was just a very well directed movie. It was beautifully shot. Yeah. And um you would think it would be one of those movies that's depressing of course, without spoiling anything, but it really wasn't that to be honest. And I kinda got that vibe from the trailer. And um I wasn't really impressed by the trailer, so that's why I didn't have high expectations for this one. But it's like once I saw it and saw where the storyline was going, I was like, Yeah, I was very pleased with how the storyline was was wrapping up, honestly. And of course, um, there's a certain reveal that happens in the movie where I was like, "Oh wow, like that—that that actually kind of got to me to be honest. Yeah. Like, it was—I it, it was, know it's based off of a book, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but it's, but it's like for like the storytelling, the script writing. I was like, that actually, actually made the movie a little bit more interesting for me.
0: Yeah, this is actually, believe it or not, is in my top ten. I really liked it a lot. I thought that they had it did everything that you want or this kind of movie to do. Oh yeah. They had great chemistry and I thought it was so clever the way that they showed the the texting and them getting to know each other was very oh, that, inventive. that was
1: really cool. Yeah. yeah,
0: it made you feel like it was an intimate experience when it could have been really boring. And uh, I really, I agreed completely about the chemistry. And I felt like there was a lot of times that could have gone completely off the rails and gone into sort of almost a horror movie thing with like this, you know, insane person, you know, thing. <laughs> but I, I felt like they, they did a pretty good job of sort of keeping it, down and not going as campy as they could have gone, which I liked. And, uh, yeah, so I agree. I I really, I really liked it. I thought it was uh, a lot of, uh, a very enjoyable film. So I agree with you there. Uh, so the other surprise for me that I wanted to talk about, uh, it's also in my top five is, uh, the movie personal shopper. Uh, this was, not one that I really knew much about or heard much about. And I saw it and I thought it was so good. It's so like, it's hard to describe because it's kind of so many movies all at once. It's tense. It's scary. It's got horror elements. It's, uh, but it's also, uh, but it's not, it's not really a horror movie. I don't know. It's a thriller. Sometimes it's, it's just so good. <laughs> and Kristen Stewart is great as this woman who is this personal shopper for this celebrity and such a boring title. I wish I didn't have that title, but anyway, she has lost her brother and she's having some kind of, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, experiences. She senses him. She feels him and he feels like he's sending her messages and, and uh, and then she starts getting these text messages from this from this stranger that she doesn't know, and so that's sort of where the story starts. And uh, it's just it's great; I loved it. So personal shopper. It does have a more nudity than I typically have, <laughs> just so people know. Uh, it's definitely an R, but I really thought it was worth it uh, for such a very inventive, very engrossing story. So. Uh, Okay. Did you have any other surprises you want to
1: talk about? Um let me see very quick on letterbox, because I wrote down two. But let okay. me see but let me see quickly if I have another one. I think I have one more.
0: I can... Okay.
1: All right, so my other surprise was actually the Great Wall.
0: I enjoyed the Great Wall also. It got horrible
1: reviews, but I thought it was fun. Yeah, because I I watched the trailers, and I'm all like, this looks bland, and the CGI really didn't look that impressive to me. And uh, while sometimes that was the case with the movie, I was surprised with how much fun I had with just the scope of The Great Wall of China and, you know, following Matt Damon's character and, you know, his friend played by Pedro Pascal. Mm -hmm. And, um... Him having to help these warriors fight off like these green lizard monsters. Like it's a simple concept, but I thought it was executed very well. And it's definitely, it's definitely cheesy. You know, you do have your slow motion, all that, but I thought it was actually used very well, to be honest. And I honestly couldn't help but smile watching the movie because I'm like, wow, I'm having more fun with this movie than I should. Like you said, like you said, it's getting like horrible reviews, but I just couldn't help but just. Have fun with the movie.
0: This is the kind of B movie that I like. Uh, we'll talk about Kong Island in a bit, but I <laughs> I think that this was was more consistent all around the boards as far as what it was trying to be, and consistent in the in all of the visual effects. I thought that all of them looked equally sort of the same, and and uh, I, I thought that just the way that they were fighting the lizards was really creative and inventive, and I liked the fact that. I thought it got way too much uh, hate for being for the whitewashing because it's really not like if you actually see the movie, like he's not pretending to be Chinese or and he's not saving them. He's like, if anything, the the, the female character saves. I can't remember her name, but she's the one that saves him. Like, <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, and so I I thought a lot of the, the, the flack it got was undeserved. Uh, and I don't know, to me, it was just the kind of B movie that I, I liked and I responded to and uh, cause I thought it was consistently what it was trying to be. So I, I agree. It's a good pick. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that one. Okay. So let's now talk about movies that were disappointments. And for me, a disappointment is not necessarily a movie that I hated, but it's a movie that I thought wasn't great. And, Same here. And yeah, I, I was hoping it would be. Uh, so, my first one that I want to talk about is the Fate of the Furious. Now, I've liked the last three Fast and the Furious movies, uh, and I'm it's not like I'm expecting Shakespeare when I go to see a, fa- a Fast and the Furious movie, but I'm expecting it to be uh, stupid fun and and about family. And I didn't think this movie was stupid fun. And I didn't think it was about family. (laughs) 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 I I, honestly, for long stretches, I was really bored. I I was just like, there's nothing like there's no action that's exciting or fun or felt new. And and until the very end, there's kind of a fun action scene, and there's a scene with uh, Jason Statham with a baby that's, like, really great. But oh, I love that. Yeah, I mean, most of it I just thought was really bland and really boring, and I really didn't like the idea of separating Dom from the group and making him the antagonist kind of for most of the movie. I thought Shirley Storm was a total miss as a villain. I I just thought, she and and I'm just so tired of these action movies that think it's somehow compelling to have a bunch of people in a room staring at screens, like talking about things like that is not good action. Like, like I personally, i really didn't like Jason Bourne last year. And it was, and I felt like this was kind of the same it was like scenes with people staring at screens, mixed in with car crashes, mixed in with more people staring at screens, more car crashes, you know, it was just like, and so I, I really didn't care for it. I didn't like it.
1: I could see why.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, for me, one of my most disappointing is life. Mm. I I was really looking forward to the movie. I the teaser trailer really intrigued me, and then you know they released the Super Bowl trailer, and I got even more intrigued. It looked like very, it looked like a very intense, very compelling movie, and then I saw the movie, and While some moments were intense, other moments I thought were actually pretty boring, and I had a really hard time latching to, I think there's, I believe, six characters in the film, so I should say I only cared about... Half of the people, while the other half, I didn't really care about. Like I care about Jake Gyllenhaal, Rebecca Ferguson. It took me like about twenty to thirty minutes for to care about them, though. So it does take a while, but once it gets to a point, I did start to care about them. And Ryan Reynolds, I care about him too, but unfortunately, his character's not even in the film that much. So, but. Like yeah, there were some interesting things about how they explain like the the life form, how this life, like the dangers of this life form, what this life form can do. So like some of the stuff like that was very interesting. It is visually beautiful. Like it's definitely a visual treat to look at, but
0: it, it's it, a it's shame t- great cast.
1: I know, like. Like, it, like, it's such a roller coaster. Like, I'll be interested in one moment, then I'm bored in another moment, then I'll be interested again, then I'll be bored again. Like, there wasn't anything particularly bad about the movie. It was just like a, a movie where I'm interested in some moments and bored in some moments. But then the ending comes. And that's where I was actually really angry. Like, that was the worst thing about the movie. Because I wasn't mad watching the movie, but the ending came. And it made me so mad that I was actually infuriated for the rest of the day. I know some people think the ending is scary and maybe from their point of view, I could see why, but for me, from the, from how the ending came off, like the execution of it was stupid. It was just so goofy. And, and just looking back at it now, like I was angry then, but looking back at it now, I kind of just want to laugh because it was just executed so poorly. And it's like the movie, you know, they're building up the movie and you want to see where it's going to go. And then when they go in a certain direction, the ending, it just makes me go, what was the point of me seeing through the movie? Like, I felt like there was no point for me to sit through the movie when it ends that way. Yeah. So, yeah, that, it, it was it was a letdown. I, see, I really you, wanted to like it. You
0: didn't like the Alien movie or the... Alien wannabe movie this year. I will,
1: I will, I will say, I will say, this is a way better movie than Covenant. I, uh, I'll give life that. It's a way better alien movie than Covenant is, but yeah. oh man, it, it was a letdown for me. Yeah.
0: yeah. So my, I, I get that. I didn't see it, but I get that. Uh, my other uh, next disappointment uh, is was The Circle. Now The Circle. Oh, yeah was I thought had potential as an interesting story about social media. I actually read the book, which I thought was pretty dopey book. I didn't really like it that much, uh, but they made an, anything that had sort of moral weight and consequences in the book, they made weaker and more bland. And, and I felt like the actor's, it wasn't the actor's fault. They were all fine, but the story was just so dopey and so stupid. And they like, it made no sense. Like what character motivations made no sense. Like why, why is all of a sudden she's, she's like going out to, uh to she's like, for some reason, kayaking in the middle of the night for, we have no idea why breaking a law or whatever. <laughs> um, and then, and then the next minute she's like agreeing to be, like, give up her all her privacy and be like a, a kind of a tool of the of the of the circle, and, and you have no idea what the motivations of the Tom Hanks character is. Why why does he want this kind of surveillance over everything? Like, he, there's a certain point where it feels like oh, he wants political control, and there's all this talk about the senators and whatever, and uh, and this congressman they have under their thumb. It's like, well, is he trying to become like a Donald Trump type? but that's not really explained effectively. Uh, But does he want it for money? But none of the stuff that he's doing for most of the circle are making any kind of income, you know, like the the control of the employees. That's not making them money. So, so what is his motivation? I have no idea why. And then the ending is just like, Oh my gosh. And uh, it it was, it was really bad. It wasn't made very well. The editing was pretty bad. Uh, It, it's, uh, I think uh, Karen Gilliam's character was made no sense. Like why? what is going on with her? Like, I, 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 I don't know. It's a shame that that had to be Bill Paxton's last role. Uh, Cause he was kind of embarrassing. I thought for him and I don't know. It just wasn't, it was, it was really bad.
1: I didn't write it down here, but I would agree that's another one of my disappoint movies. I wouldn't say I necessarily hate it, like, it's just so bland that I can't hate the movie per se, but yeah, it wasn't a very good movie. I, I have yeah. to agree with you. Yeah.
0: Um and then I I'm just gonna mention one more. Uh for me, like I already said, was Kong School Island. I felt like the, the problem I had with Kong School Island is that I felt like it wasn't very consistent throughout. Like the characters all seem like they were in different movies. Uh, particularly the Samuel L. Jackson character, he was in like a revenge movie and then you've got John C. Riley in the Southern movie and you have you have Bree Larson and Tom Hiddleston who are are just completely bland and lame. And then I felt like the creatures were very inconsistent. So you had like an amazing creature like you had with Kong was so well done. But then the lizard creatures, whereas in in Great Wall, all the creatures' special effects were all consistent. They all looked the same level of quality. Whereas this, you'd have these lizard creatures that looked really bad, I thought, and uh, very cheap. Uh, and, And then you'd have this amazing creation with Kong. And, uh, so I don't know. I, I, I wasn't a fan of Consuel Island. That was my other disappointment. And it had no heart. It had no like, like King Kong should be a story about like, about something. It shouldn't, it, it, I don't know. So <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Um, okay. So let's talk about movies that we think are, were underrated Uh, that, uh, that people were pretty harsh on that we actually liked. Uh, and the first one that I wanted to talk about is Smurfs, the lost village. I actually thought this was a solid movie. I thought the animation was great. Definitely without a doubt, the best the Sony animation has done. I thought that the lost village was uh, a sequence, the, 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 forest sequences, were amazing chanted forest were amazing. Like they have this whole like river floating and, and, and all of these magical creatures. I just thought it was beautiful. And I, I thought that uh, it was fun just to have like a traditional old school villain uh, that's sniveling and, uh, you know, kind of, I thought that was fun. I enjoyed it. And I, I, I I have some issues with some of the gender dynamics and some of the the comedy and everything, but overall I thought it was really entertaining and and people just completely trashed it. Uh, People didn't like it, but I liked it. (laughs) So, oh well.
1: And then um, for me, I'll probably say one of my most underrated is actually Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2.
0: This is interesting (laughs) because I actually have that in my overrated section. (laughs) So this is going to be interesting. So why do you
1: think it's underrated? Um, I think it's underrated because while, yes, the original is still better, I still feel like as a sequel it is doing something different. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. sequels can be the same thing as, like, the first film. Whereas with this film, I, I like that it focused more on characters. It's kind of similar to Power Rangers, where it was, uh, in my opinion, more focused on characters than it was on action. Of course, when the action sequences are there, it's really colorful, it's bright, it's a ton of fun. I do love the action when it is there. But I was really enjoying um, how much time they were spending on the characters. Yes, there's times where I did feel the pacing just a little bit, but I did still like how we got to focus on scenes with Yondu and Rocket, and then, of course, Baby Groot 2, we got to focus on Drax and then there's Gamora and, you know, Peter Quill, Star-Lord, especially, I just really liked how they, they felt more like people, I, I guess like real human beings. Cause you know, they're superheroes, but you know, this movie from how they fleshed them out here, they felt like real genuine people that I actually cared about. And yet it isn't a fantasy world that's big and large, but for it to be definitely on a more smaller scale. Um, I thought it was a uh, really smart on James Gunn's part. Um it was kind of similar to Finding Dory, like it's kind of similar to Finding Dory when I really think about because Finding Dory wasn't as big as the first film. It's definitely more small scale, but I still really like seeing where the journey of these characters and how I felt about finding Dory. That's the same thing I actually felt about the Galaxy Volume Two and the soundtrack. While I do think the first film soundtrack is better, I still really love the soundtrack. And I actually did really like the the villain. Without spoiling anything, I did like who the main villain is. I actually thought he was very menacing. I thought the movie got surprisingly dark uh, towards the end. Um, so yeah, while this movie is not as good as the first film, there's a lot I actually really admired. And Yondu, I, you know, uh, he's a character I definitely liked way more here than the original film. I really liked what they did with Yondu.
0: Interesting. That's cool. I, you know, it just shows how different uh, people can see things, which is part of the fun of movies. I, 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 I didn't love it coming out of the movie. And the more I thought about it, the more soured I've kind of felt on it, to be honest. And I, here's the thing is that each one of these characters in this franchise has sort of their shtick, their thing that makes them kind of who they are and their, their sort of role in the group. Right. Yeah. And so when the group is all together, you don't mind that because they're all together. And so you're getting your, you get one joke from, from R- rocket, you get one moment, you get one heartfelt moment from, from star Lord and you're switching it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So as a group, they really work. But I found personally, I had the reverse experience. The, the splitting up the group I thought was the big problem of the movie because I found myself getting sort of annoyed with these characters and sort of being more aware of their shtick than I was than I wanted to be like somebody like Drax who is this fun character as part of a group when he's just by himself I felt like okay I've heard now we spent 10 minutes with this character and I'm sick of him because we've gotten the same joke over and over and over again and we've gotten the same sort of emotional sort of moment over and over again whereas a mixture it worked and I, I personally I felt like the, I did like the story with Yondu and I thought that that was good. It doesn't quite make sense when you think of some of his behavior in the first movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but oh, well, who cares? And, uh, so I did like that. I thought that was good. It certainly looks nice. It's not a terrible movie, but I definitely felt like it was overrated. Uh, for me, it's definitely one of my least favorite Marvel movies. I just, I, I personally, as far as I'm not somebody who's like, Oh, I hate the villains. Like i I don't care about villains. I'm just, I'm a hero person. I'm not a villain person, (laughs) but, uh, but I did feel like this plan of his is completely insane. And like, I guess you can have insane plans for villains, but like, he's going to end up completely alone in the whole galaxy. I guess maybe if he had his son, but like, and, and he's like killing all these people. It was just like, I don't know. I just thought it, it, was, it was it was too so much. ridiculous, and uh yeah. So, and I felt like I am getting a little bit weary of the villain reveal, even in Wonder Woman. I was like, oh, I wish they hadn't done that. But I loved the oh, movie yeah. so much that I uh, I was willing to put. A, I, I again, that's what I kind of liked about Smurfs is he is just Gargamel was just like this evil guy. He was just a bad guy. There was no some like reveal of him being nice. And then, oh, I'm really bad. Like I'm tired of that. In movies we've gotten it so much. Like I want villains for. I want villains like Maleficent. I want villains like, uh, you know, Darth Vader. You know, villains that are villains. Like I'm tired of the villain reveal. I and so I. It was so obvious to me that he was the bad guy. I thought, and uh, I was just like. Ugh. Like but, um, villains,
1: like villains that are consistently villains throughout, like not yeah. wait towards the end to see who the actual villain is.
0: Yeah, like it's like stop copying Frozen. We've seen it a million times before. <laughs> Let's do something different. Like even Zootopia had it. Like there's been so oh, many yeah. movies, Big Hero 6. Like I'm tired of that. I want villains. So practically every Marvel movie has had sort of the, the nice guy in the suit who ends up being the bad guy in the end. I'm just like boring. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I, I was, I didn't like it. I, I, it's, it's not awful, but I, I gave it a frown worthy um, on my scale. Cause I, I, I was pretty disappointed by it. So, uh, but I'm glad that you, glad that you loved it. I think a lot of people uh, did love it. So, that's great. Uh, I do
1: I, I do understand the criticisms, though, because, like, I'll read some of the reviews on Letterboxd for people that weren't too big on Volume 2. Yeah. And, like, when I hear criticisms, I'm all like, oh, I get that. I totally understand that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just how you kind of take the characters and the choices they made and, and whether they worked for you or not. And uh, so, uh, you know, that's the great thing about movies is they, they uh, can – they're subjective, and that, that's what makes it fun. That's true. Uh, so, okay. So uh, the last one that I think is uh, underrated, uh, I thought 47 Meters Down was so much fun. I I, li- I guess I like shark movies, uh, and I thought this was so cool to have a shark movie that was under the water, like, you've never seen that before. Like, that was sort of a new take. It was a fresh take. And, yeah, the girls can be kind of annoying, and, and it wasn't that well written. But I don't really go to a movie like this to expect, like, great writing. And I, I, I don't know. I, just, I, had, I was surprised enough. I was, uh, I was scared enough. I felt tension enough that I left with a huge smile on my face I mean had a great time. Uh, I I I really enjoyed some of the the visuals, the way that they kind of worked with light, and like the there's the scene with these flares that's so cool looking, and I thought the sharks were great. Uh, and so anyway, I really enjoyed Forty Seven Meters Down.
1: Is it I have I haven't seen the movie yet, but isn't ninety percent of the movie like underwater? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's all underwater, which was really a cool cool new take. I thought it was fresh new take on the shark movie uh, that I'd never seen before. Oh, nice. You know, cause most obviously like the shallows, she's on that rock the whole time. So she's above oh, yeah, water. And yeah. so you just see a, like a little bit of the shark. And, and uh, I, I like both those movies. Uh, I think that the shallows is probably better made and, and probably better acted, but I, I, I had fun with both of them. I really enjoyed. So maybe I'm just a shark shark girl. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I think it's also when they come out in the summer movie season that you really get in the mood for a movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think people should should give it a shot. I think you can have fun with it. But uh so and I don't see that many of those kind of movies. So some people are were like, Oh, it was boring and maybe that's part of it is that some of the tropes and stuff that it plays on aren't that tropey for me because I haven't seen that many of those movies, so it still sort of feels more fresh if that makes yeah. sense. So that, that would be my other underrated. So, all right. Last category we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about overrated, uh, movies. Uh, so for me, I'm going to, it's actually a movie I gave a mild recommendation to, but I'm still going to talk about it as overrated. (laughs) Um, (laughs) we're talking about Beauty and the Beast. Now, Beauty and the Beast is not a horrible movie. There's entertainment to be had in these sort of big set pieces uh, that you have with uh, the, uh, the, the the BR guest and, you know, some of these things. Like, you don't see that many musicals these days with, like, big set pieces and big sequences, you know? Like, even La La Land, like, this, it's small, you know? Like, there there's, I guess, you could say the traffic scene was big, but for the most part, you know, it's small, it's two people, it's three people, it's whatever. And, uh, and so I really, I did appreciate that a lot about, about the spectacle of it, but I, uh, I, you know, I, was, I watched the, uh, the original, uh, a couple times and, and I watched, I listened to the soundtrack and I'm just like, uh, it just, it feels, so, the 2017 one feels so mediocre in comparison. And it just kind of bums me out that like kids today, are getting this sort of mediocre version of so many franchises, I feel like. You know, whether it's uh, it's something like King Kong, you're getting this mediocre version of King Kong. They're getting this mediocre version of A Beauty and the Beast. They're getting uh, a, certainly a mediocre version of Sleeping Beauty with Maleficent. And if uh, you could go, there's so many, The some people would argue getting a mediocre version of Star Wars. That can be a debate. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. I just, I just feel like all the things that they added didn't really add anything to me. Like this book was a terrible idea. I didn't think any of the new songs were memorable. Uh, it, I thought that Emma Watson's singing voice was horrible. And I thought that she was kind of flat in the role. She didn't really do anything for me as far as bell. Uh, I, and I like Emma Watson, no matter what people might say. And so anyway, I, I just think it's, Some people saying it's better than the original. Some people saying that it's this great movie. I thought that the gay stuff was totally like wedged in and ridiculous and underwhelming for gay representation. Uh, So all just all around, I think it was overrated. So and then what did you think of it? Do you have any?
1: Oh, for me, oh, it's it's actually one of my favorites of the. (laughs) Cool, cool. Like, like, it's not quite on par with the original, but it's pretty, it's pretty close. Interesting. With the original for me. Like, like, uh, of course, what keeps it from being on par is like, yes, some of the, some of the singing is a little bit out of place and all of that. Like, I could definitely agree that some of the singing isn't always the best. A few times the choreography wasn't always, like, there for me. But, like, I did but I actually did think that Emma Watson presented the belt that I loved in the original mm-hmm. and then the beast I did really like, and I still felt their chemistry and I did really like how this one expanded more on their romance.
0: Interesting. Okay, cool. I I really hated the ending too. The way that they, I didn't like the way that they made the household objects responsible for the curse. That was so weird to me. Like when she says, when Mrs. Potts, who I hated the character design of the household objects, but the, you couldn't see their faces, you couldn't see any expression, it was, it was, Ugh. but anyway, so Mrs. <laughs> Potts says that that oh well, we we sat there and we did nothing while the the and it's like you were servants like for the king. Like, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to tell the king how to raise his son. I see that working out well, you know. And so I, I was just like, this is so weird to like make them responsible. And then the ending to have the sorceress—it wasn't the kiss. That that saved, or the the I love you that saved them. They had already died, and it was the sorcerer coming in and saying, and and her words that that saved, that brought everybody back to life. And I was like, I don't like that at all. Like the anyways, I could go on forever about the things that bothered me <laughs> about that movie. But I'm glad that you enjoyed it. A lot of other people enjoyed it, so that's great. My nieces loved it, so so there you go. Uh, I can see why, but it, I, I, uh, and like I said, I did give it a very, very mild recommendation as far as the spectacle, but uh, I had a lot of issues. Clearly, and, and I could
1: yeah. see why personally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, uh, what's one that you thought was overrated?
1: Now, what's funny is I only have one overrated. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I have more, like, way more underrated than I do have overrated, but so far, the only movie this year I consider overrated, and it's been gained a lot of praise, and I'm happy for those that love this movie or even like it, but for me, it's John Wick Chapter 2.
0: Interesting. Okay, I haven't seen it, so...
1: I wasn't too crazy about the sequel, and I really enjoyed the first movie. I thought the first movie was just a very well-made B-movie kind of action movie. Like, the action scenes are excellent, and Keanu Reeves was great. And so, of course, I was really interested in the sequel. And then I saw the sequel, and the action, for sure, like, my biggest praise for the film is that it has excellent cinematography. I would even say it has some of the best cinematography of the year, to be fair. Mm-hmm. It is well-directed. And when there is an action scene, it is very well done. It's crazier than the first. I, I definitely say it's bloodier than the first, especially when you get towards the end. It gets more crazy with violence from there. But any time there's not an action scene happening, any time the movie just slows down and they're th- talking about more of this organization, I was just finding myself bored watching the movie, like storyline wise, it really was not that compelling. It's a shame because they're going a different direction from the first movie. Like it's definitely not a rehash of the first film. The storyline is definitely different. They're expanding on the world. And I appreciate that. I just wish that the storyline to me was more interesting Mm because when there's an action scene, I'm compelled, but when there's no action scene, I'm not that compelled with the movie, unfortunately. So um, I just wasn't too crazy about it, and the more I think about the movie, the more forgettable for it is so mm,
0: interesting. That, that
1: that's my yeah. oh that's my only overrated so far
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, nice okay uh so one that i I do think is overrated. It, I mean, it's technically rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, but deserves to be much more rotten is, uh, and it certainly deserved to make as much money as it did. In my opinion was the boss baby. Uh, I I thought this was a one joke movie. I didn't think it, I, I didn't think it was that funny. I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of creepy. The whole setup, the idea that all these kids get sent to management and like have to live in a cubicle their whole for all of eternity. That sounds like my nightmare. And uh, it just it was like, what on earth is this? And they had some imaginative animation with the imagination sequences, but I felt like it just got kind of bland and boring. Like we were, like a chase to the run to the airport, and we're like, oh, and the villain, another like villain reveal that I didn't care about, and. Uh, and I'm just like I'm I'm just sick of this character. I'm like shut up, boss baby. I don't want to hear you talking anymore. Like, oh man. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I guess like people like baby Donald Trump and that's kind of what I felt like it was. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. I don't get it. I have no idea why it made so much money. I don't get it. Which is ironic
1: since Alec Baldwin is Donald Trump on SNL.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was like, people love the Trumpster, I guess. I don't know. I don't understand. Uh, and, yeah, I, I really, I didn't like the boss baby. I, I just thought that the sentiment was, like, it It actually, like, I thought taught sort of a bad message. Like, they're trying to teach the message that, like, how, or how, show how it feels for a kid to have a new sibling, but like the message was really weird that like there was somehow a limit limited amount of love in the world, and that like if people loved puppies, then therefore they couldn't love humans anymore. And that's just not true. Like that's why somebody that has three kids can love four kids. Like that's just not the way. It's not the way love works. It's not like you have like okay, here's you know here's my measuring cup of love, and oh now it's been drained and I have no more love. That's just not the way it works. Like you, you have expands, expands. <laughs> like you can love, like talk to teachers. They have 30 students and they hopefully they're good teachers. Love them all. You know, like love. You can love 30 kids. You can, I know people that have 12 kids and can love all 12 kids. And so the fact that the movie didn't kind of teach that lesson, like it brought up the, the fear but it didn't actually resolve the fear. It didn't actually say like, "Nope, your parents still love you." Like, it was so weird. I thought, I don't know. So, the Boss Baby. I think, even though, like I said, it's technically rotten, but I think it's overrated.
1: Oh man, that was a that that was that was hard to watch. Oh, yeah. Right. That, that's a, that, This was me for. I'm gonna say at least maybe. Seventy-five to eighty percent of my. This was me in the theater. Oh God, help me! Oh God,
0: help me! <laughs> like, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, "What am I doing with my life? I'm watching a talking baby movie, like talking baby Trump. Like, what am I doing with my life?
1: Like... it's like, is this my punishment for being a fan of movies?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I was. I was honestly bummed that like that it did so much better than Smurfs because I felt like Smurfs had creativity and it had some art artistry and it had some attempt to have some ideas and fun and I just felt like Smurfs was way better and it did way worse with critics and with the box office. So what the heck do I know? I have no idea. I would even
1: say Captain Underpants since that's another since that's another DreamWorks movie, but that's obviously not doing anywhere as well box office wise as the boss baby.
0: It's Captain and Prince is a million times better than the Boss Baby. Oh, I
1: agree. I actually, I actually really enjoyed that one.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, one last one that I will mention that I think is very overrated is an indie, and that's called Lady Macbeth. I saw this at Sundance, and I thought it was so dumb. I did not like it at all. It is well made, and and the acting is pretty good. The lead actress is very good, so I get that, but it's one of those like horror type. It's not a horror movie, but it's one of those kind of in that genre where the characters just make increasingly stupid decisions one after another, after another, after another, after another. And you're supposed to buy that they keep making these horrible choices. And it's just like, and it's all sort of supposed to be based on this, like this, like bodice ripping torrid romance. And I felt no chemistry. In, in order for that to work, you have to feel some chemistry between the characters, the, the the couple. I felt none, zero, and it starts in this really kind of rapey, weird way, and I didn't really like that. And and uh, and it, it it's getting all these praises or whatever, and I I thought it was I, I really didn't like it. It's in my top, uh, this of my worst of the year. Uh, so I I, yeah, I don't get it. I, <laughs> this is what I I genuinely don't understand. Why people are giving it positive reviews, because I just thought it was so dumb, but what are you going to do? So yeah, that's sort of my overrated, uh, movies of, uh, uh, the, the year. Uh, so yeah, and I, like I said, I already talked about Guardians Volume 2, uh, and Gifted that I didn't really like. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, but I'd say overall it's been an okay year. Like, uh, I don't know. How do you feel about the year so far as, as a whole?
1: Well, as far as the summer movie season, not that impressive. Yeah. But I will say, uh, besides that, I'd say most of the year's um, pretty good, I'll say. Like, I'll say it's pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I I'd say that... Uh, the Wonder Woman and Captain Underpants really helped me feel more positive about, particularly about the summer. Uh, like, but, a,
1: uh, like another one of my underrated is actually the Fifth Parts of the Caribbean.
0: Yeah, I had fun with that too. I actually did. Uh, I, I, it, it's, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was executed pretty well. I thought it got a little boring the last forty-five minutes, but uh, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was good. Oh yeah. It was way better than the second and third one, that's for sure. Which I thought were very convoluted. At least this sort of made sense.
1: How would you feel about the fourth one, the Stranger
0: Tides? The fourth one, I felt like it was all of a sudden an in Indiana Jones movie. Like, they're searching for this. Uh, I watched them all, because I'd only seen the first one, this first one and the second one. Yeah. So I watched them all in one week. <laughs> I was like, woo! Pirated out. I'm done. Uh, but the fourth one, I it didn't really feel like a, that much of a pirates movie to me. Uh, yeah, I agree. And but I, it was fine. Uh, you know, it was entertaining. I really didn't like the mermaid plot though, <laughs> and that priest. And I, I didn't like that whole plotline. That yeah, was boring.
1: Because I rewatched all four leading up to the fifth one, <laughs> so my memory's more fresh. Yeah. And like and like I'm too. actually and like I'm actually a fan of all three. But then I got to the fourth and I'm all like, yeah, this is not the parts of the Caribbean. I enjoyed
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I, it, it's just the, the second and third one are just so confusing. And so like, I, I just don't understand what's happening. And it's, I feel like if they took like in Lord of the Rings, one of the most brilliant things that they did for people that aren't that smart as far as fantasy that find that very fan. I find fantasy films oftentimes very overwhelming like it's just so much to take in but so the for people like me what things lord of the rings did that was so brilliant is they have that thing at the beginning that explains here's how many rings there are here's how many here's the different people here's the you know the different uh here's the backstory of the ring and everything like that and it's done succinctly and it it adds atmosphere and tone and everything it it works so well so that the rest of the movie you're not sitting there saying Wait, who are these? What are they doing? Why are they in, you know who are these people? what are they you know and so you're just not confused and in those second and I think those second and third pirates movie would be so much better if they had like a second where they were explaining what the heck a locker was. I had no idea like what davy Jones locker what that even means and what the what the heart in the bar in the chest means and the curse and uh, it's so confusing. <laughs> to me <laughs> but but uh, but yeah anyway so that i i i can get overwhelmed by fantasy movies pretty quickly
1: it's funny i wasn't as confused by two and three uh, as i should have <laughs> but <laughs> like there like there maybe a like there like there may be a few moments but besides that i'm all like okay i'm not too confused
0: yeah, hey, fair enough, you know, different experiences, I'm just like, why are there all these Johnny Depp's all around? Why is it, I'm so, what's going on? I don't know, I don't know. I will Uh, say,
1: I will say Naomi Harris exploding into like a bunch of craps that's just like, that's just, that? that's just like a big, what the heck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's going on? I didn't understand her character. I was so confused. And when I first saw it, when I first saw the second one back when it came out, cause I really didn't like it back when it came out.
1: Right.
0: But when I first, and it's not, I'd liked it a little bit better in the rewatch, but when it first came out, I really didn't like David Jones. Wasn't a fan. I called him the booger pirate. <laughs> <laughs> back then, <laughs> but uh, I've I warned up I guess I guess I've seen enough of those kinds of special effects or whatever creatures that I'm not as turned off by it as I was originally. They still don't really like Davy Jones uh, and so anyway, but back to this fifth one it was I felt like it was coming back to a pirates movie like the first film in the spirit. It wasn't convoluted, it wasn't confusing, it was simple. Uh, and, but I felt like they, they, they made Jack too much of a drunk. Like he's always been kind of, he always has been kind of a drunk, but he's always been sort of smart too. Mm-hmm. And kind of been, but I felt like he was just kind of too stupid almost this one. So that was one issue, and I did feel like it got yeah, kind of slow towards the, the last half hour, 45 minutes. But, like, looking for Poseidon's, uh, thing. Was like, okay. But, uh, but overall, I did enjoy it. I thought it was, the most fun uh, the most uh, entertaining of uh of any of them so so since the first one
1: i definitely had a lot of callbacks to like the original ones
0: yeah yeah so all right well yeah that's an, another good one uh, to to talk about uh and, and you know people that were really harsh and i was kind of thinking like what were you expecting like, uh, it was I, exactly what i expected
1: like um, I normally don't follow Ron Tomatoes, but I know it has like I think like around a thirty percent.
0: Yeah, and I'm all like, I
1: I don't agree with that at all.
0: Yeah, agreed. All right, well, I think we pretty much covered uh most everything. We talked about a lot of films. We talked about a lot of even indies and mainstream. So hopefully, we give you some uh, insight into the year as a whole. Uh, so if I uh, if you you know if you watch this video put uh, down what you think of our different opinions what what are your favorites least favorites surprises disappointments overrated underrated uh, put that in the uh, in your comments and let us know and we'd love to hear so uh, where can people find you
1: you can find me at YouTube oh, excuse me youtube.com slash 20 tiger dude I'm also on Instagram at 20 tiger dude snapchat at Tiger Dude two um, two two, Twitter at tigerdude Dude twenty two, and um, oh yeah, Letterbox uh, letterboxd.com slash Tiger Dude twenty two. I believe if it's not, that's the other way around. I, I have a lot. I have a lot of social media accounts. I'm very sorry about that.
0: Nice. I, I'll, I'll, we'll try to put most of those at least in. The, I'll try to put those in the in the description section. And you can find me at SmilingLDSGirl LDS Girl on all. Uh, social media for the most part. And I'm at 54 Disney reviews on my blog. So you want to take a look at that. I will be posting my blog in-depth review of cars three soon. (laughs) And I'm about to see transformers tonight. Yay! So yeah. Um, (laughs) And tomorrow we are doing my next episode of chicks on flicks with my friend Christine. And we're going to be talking about, uh, the movie, we're doing, we're reviewing the 33 films, uh, Roger Ebert has a list of the 33 films to restore your faith in humanity. And so we oh, did, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're doing, uh, the second one is called The Band's Visit. And so, uh, it's gonna be fun to talk about. And then on Friday, we're finally doing this week's Doctor Who. Uh, recap we've been a little bit late uh this week uh but uh so look forward to that coming up and this saturday so it's a busy week but this saturday we're gonna have the first episode in our uh in our superhero tournament i've been doing it on twitter uh but we're gonna uh kind of hash it out me and uh my friends uh and some of my friends are gonna uh do a little bracket tournament, figure out what is the best, conclusively the best superhero movie ever made. So it's going to be fun. So all that to look forward to. And uh, thanks so much for joining me. I really had fun talking, talking about 2017 movies with you. Oh
1: yeah. This was a lot of fun. Um, when you told me about this, I'm like, Oh, this is definitely something I have to talk about. Cause with me catching like so many movies and you know what? So many movies coming now, <laughs> It's all like, this is definitely like the show for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I really, I really had a lot of fun. So we will have to get together again uh, soon. We'll have to talk about uh, animation uh, sometime, sometime soon
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, as well.
0: Uh, so, all right. Well, thanks so much. And uh, we will uh, talk to you soon.